For many, 65 was the magic number for retirement. Today, that's not even full retirement age. On today's show, we'll highlight why it's hard to retire at 65 and offer some tips to help you get to retirement on your terms. Stick around, folks. Welcome to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. Welcome into The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with The Money Professor, The Wealth Defender, principal at the Financial Education Group, my good friend, Chris Longworth. Chris, how was your week and how's the weekend treating you? You know, happy weekend to you, Chrissy. It's uh, so far so good. It's, um, you know, change of the weather, change of seasons and However present is that when we have such a changing environment all around us, and that's partly what we're going to be talking about today is having some of that that mental flexibility to be able to, you know, absorb and understand and work around some of these things, these challenges that are coming to us. So this last week was very productive. We had some great phone calls with some folks uh, setting up some really strong programs. And um, it's really interesting once you learn how investing in a volatile environment can be done safely. Uh, it's an enlightening moment, and it's a lot of fun helping people achieve their their life dreams and set themselves up for that future retirement quality of life that you don't have to think about. You know what's going to happen. Absolutely. And so, again, it, it brings confidence to them, Chrissy, and really that's the biggest part of, of what we get to enjoy is watching that confidence uh, take place. So. Very happy to uh, share that with everyone, and uh, let's dive in this week to some great topics and some great information, and uh, let's uh, educate those to uh, how we can they can achieve the very same thing. Let's do it. According to a recent Gallup poll, 25% of those polled said that they would retire by 65. However, 39% said that they'll retire after the so-called, quote, magic number, yeah. and you have some reasons why folks are delaying their retirement. We do, Chrissy. It's, you know, decades ago, last generation, as a matter of fact, last generation was the ones that could retire at 65. It was all set up to do so. And that changed after that generation started to age out. The next generation, the boomers came in and half of the boomers Literally in half of the cycle of the boomers' retirement, they changed the age and pushed it out to 67 for full benefit age with Social Security. So that kind of created a false reel for now. People that were targeting 65, now all of a sudden we had to reschedule and work another couple years to be able to have all of your, what I call a culmination of benefits. And it's a coordination of these benefits where your voluntary savings, your retirement savings and Social Security, and any other form of income you're going to retire on, pension and so forth, all have to come together and they all have to meet. And that meeting has to take place in a very specific way and in a very specific environment. So it actually provides that extra cash flow for the extra quality of life like we talk about. And so this is where we're going to have a list of things we're going to talk about here that people need to be thinking about. Why is it difficult for people to get to 65? Now, I'm saying you can't do it. I'm just saying you have to be well-planned, well-planned. Now, to retire early these days, it takes a very exacting plan. You literally have to have 15 years before your exit date to start the readjustment of assets, to start to gain more income value guarantees, more safety, reducing the risk exposure, because we don't have that longer time cycle to gain it back if you lose it 
And if you're going to target a specific date for exit, then you certainly want to have a certainty of income waiting for you. Does that make sense? It does. And if folks wanted to set up a time to sit down with you and discuss their own circumstances, their own plans for retirement or get a plan created with that Wealth Defender strategy built in at no cost or obligation, you can pick up the phone right now and call 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. All right, Chris, back to you. Well, it's just about having the the thought like we talk about. What is the philosophy of your retirement? And later in the show, we're going to have a segment specifically about that piece. But this is where having some plan of action that is well-defined and well-instrumented, meaning that it's architected in a certain way to do a certain thing. If we need to have income for our retirement, if that is our focus, then using strategies that will enhance the income value of your money and give you higher monthly cash flow. That's really what's going to be mostly important there. So it's really looking at what vehicles and what what mindset do we have to have? And that's having to be into that saving mindset. You still have to save. Folks, I know it's tight out there. Trust me, I feel it myself. I, I feel it myself. And no one escapes this economy because we all have to live within it and we're all here together. We all feel the pain and suffering, but we still have to maintain a focus. We still have to push through whenever possible. And we still have to maintain some kind of savings in your life because the inevitable is still on the horizon. And that is you're getting older. And so you can't really forego that fact. And so waiting does not help you. So finding a way to keep saving, even if it's just reducing what you're saving, but still save, that's going to help you in the long run. So if you haven't saved enough, you might want to start contributing more Like we talked about, if you can and the budget allows you, this is where your budget's going to be really critical. If you have a well-defined budget, you'll be able to redirect some funds into your future and save a little bit more, especially right now when you can get some really good compounding growth opportunities in the Wealth Defender. That gives you advantage in the long run. If you haven't saved anything, well, certainly you are behind the clock and you need to get started. Right. And that's simply sitting down and understanding what is the very best way to get started and what is the best way to set yourself up for the most amount of retirement income in your future. Remember, you do not have to partner with the IRS for your retirement savings. There are far better ways to save outside of that box. A non-qualified account is one way to do that. A Roth account is still partnered, but it's tax-free partnership, so it's not so bad. And then cash value life plans are the probably very pinnacle of savings because of all the options you have there. But doing something is going to definitely be something you have to think about. How about taxes? Remember, in retirement, Chrissy, what's the two two biggest debt loads we're going to have to worry about? Well, definitely Uncle Sam's cut is going to be one of those, the tax man, because Tin Stoffel, there is no such thing as a free lunch. At a girl. And I would also think that that folks aren't maybe maximizing their earnings potential might be another one as well. Um, but I'm, I'm, I might be hung up and stuck on that one. I might need the wealth defender to, to bail me out. Really, there's two major major expenses in retirement. You have taxes and you have medical debt. Nobody gets healthier the older they get, unfortunately. 
And this is where not planning for the two inevitable parts of your future is taxes and medical need. Mm -hmm. That's going to maintain that quality of life. And yes, you're right. Earnings potential is a factor that we always factor in. That's why whenever possible, we try to build plans that have growing income options. And there are some new ones coming out that we're exploring right now. So some great options on the horizon for folks that, again, just enhance that option of saving for retirement income and doing it in a safe environment. So it really does feed the need for income every month that maintains that quality of life. And if you have a higher cash flow per month, that means you have more money to spend to buy that quality of life. And now that's a very successful plan. And if we do it really well, you have the pile up effect where you have more monthly income coming in than you need, and it starts piling up in the bank. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So well, timing. Remember timing, Chrissy. It feels like that is a very important piece of the puzzle it because is. while 65 was that magic number for so many, I know that That's you've it. studied the Secure Act 2.0 intensively. Inside out. And that is impacting a lot of Hugely. the timelines for folks that are planning to retire. Yep, it surely has. And again, it it's the rules have changed so much so that it affects things in such a way that people are electing to make some major heavy changes. And then that unfortunately requires some time. So they're working longer and extra to be able to accommodate for those changes. But in the end, it's a very good thing for them. So like I said, it's really one of evaluation. We really have to take a look and see where you are. What are you doing? How is it affecting you and your savings? How is it going to affect your retirement income? And ultimately, when you pass what you do not consume, that's where the danger really lies. And we can show you how to pass that in a very beneficial way. Um, and make it very easy and kind of minimize the tax cycle whenever possible. Absolutely. That's what you do every day. You sit down with folks and exactly. help create solutions. It's not That's just it. walking folks through a, a regular, like a checklist. You're customizing each and every plan Truly. to the person to fit perfectly. And the number to schedule a time to sit down with Chris Longworth, the money professor, the wealth defender, and have that plan created at no cost or obligation is 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. Rebecca from the Financial Education Group team is standing by. She will get you on Chris's calendar. You bet. And you can just be proud of yourself that you took a step in the right direction towards your financial future and your retirement. It doesn't hurt. doesn't hurt to talk, folks. And again, get that second independent point of view. That's what we represent. We're that truly independent perspective. From the academic perspective is what we'll come from. And you will get the very truth and facts of your situation, what it looks like, what is actually happening. And then again, all of the recommendations to how to make it better, uh, we'll all put it together. And it's a very easy conversation to have folks and we're very happy to help. Give us a call. Again, that number 800-719-7917. Chris, we're going to take a short break. What do you have in store for us on the other side? Chrissy, when we come back, we'll highlight seven solid financial moves for you to make when you are ready to retire. Stick around, folks. We are back on The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis. 
in the studio with my good friend. Yeah. You might know him as the money professor or the wealth defender or principal at the financial education group. I call him Chris, and you can call him at 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917 for any and all questions about preparing for your financial future, retirement. Chris Longworth has you covered, and you're going to get that no-cost, no-obligation, comprehensive financial review and roadmap if you call right now. So again, 800 719 7917. Chris, we always have fun on the show and we always talk about the best ways that you can really position yourself as you enter that road to retirement. And the older folks get, the faster time really seems to pass. My parents are going through this right now. And Right before you know it, retirement is upon you. Hey, the last 10 years seems to fly right by. Yeah. And that, that's yet that perception of time. The And my mom was one who taught me that. You know, she used to say, don't blink, son. The older you get, the faster it goes. And it's just our perception, right? I mean, Absolutely. if we think about it, people ask me about that all the time. What is my perception of time? And kind of goes like this, that the years seem to pass like months. The months seem to pass like weeks. The weeks seem to pass like days and the days, I mean, it's already over, isn't it? And so, right. you know, it just, you you have to have that perspective in mind that time is moving forward. And that's the point is that you have to have a plan that is in place and flexible enough to be able to move through time with you and make sure that you're always on the right track. So that's all about at certain timing marks, you want to Start thinking about doing some certain things. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. So reducing your portfolio risk, reducing risk on the money that must be there for your quality of life, the money that must produce quality of life, it certainly must last all of your life. Those dollars simply cannot be at risk. So you have to remove them from the risk cycle, get them into a better vehicle that will give you all the accumulation you could hope for, but give you preservation And then ultimately, when it's time, distribution options that will far exceed anything that you can imagine. So reducing that piece and getting it in the right spot is definitely the number one thing you should be thinking about. And then maximizing contributions. So again, the timeline is ticking. We've only got 10, 15 years to go. And now we have to maximize our input so that we have enough for us to retire upon. If we're behind the wheel, we have catch-up options in those plans that you should be maximizing. And if you are blessed and you can fund beyond the maximum, then I can show you where to put it in the non-qualified world so that it's totally tax-favored to you. And now you have another foundational piece that will fit into your income profile and provide that higher monthly cash flow. Right. Putting right? your money to work for you is yeah. one of the things that that wealth defender strategy can, Has can to really do. do. Has to do it. That's why it's there. It, it's you can't lose. I mean, you, the, the, the whole point is protection so that you cannot lose your money, but still having all the opportunity to gain whenever possible whatever is there. And that's where the wealth defender strategies really do shine because they provide that. And over time, this is what's going to keep pace, move the ball forward, give you income options when it's time and make that quality of life cash flow happen. And that's all part about this claiming of timing. Timing is the thing. So claiming strategies for your social security is another timed event that people have to think about. 
is how do you maximize Social Security claiming? In a couple, a married couple, there's a couple different options there. So learning what those options are and really maximizing those options really can make a difference. And it's simply the claim and suspend method of one of the, the first person to claim opens up the option for this event for the other person. So the first one claims, the other person can claim the spousal benefit, which is 50% of what that first person is claiming, allowing their own income to grow to a higher amount. And that's 8% per year, all the way up until the age of 70. And then you switch over to your own amount, and that's the higher amount at that time. And now you've increased income for a lifetime. So there's just one way that you can use the plan that you already have to maximize income for a lifetime if it fits into the current budget. But again, you have to be well-defined, and this is a, a timed event, so you got to have good timing. 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. Chris, what did you have next on the list? Next on the list, Chrissy, is to one of the things we talk about on this show is a common theme is make a retirement budget. Ah. You have to have a budget to live by in your retirement life. Sit down with pencil and paper and please, please, to all the listeners do this right. Here's the money professor giving you some homework. Here's your homework mm. assignment. Should you so choose to you do it, pencil and paper it, write it out. What is your retirement going to cost you? Start writing out the things you want to do, trips, vacations, um, remodeling the house. How about the vacation home that's out there or the boat? Um, sure, visiting Anything grandkids. that's in your horizon. I mean, what is your retirement going to look like? And that's where... Having the budget also helps you develop the philosophy of your retirement. You have to have that very clear picture of what your retirement's going to be, build the budget to match that, put that on a calendar, and now you really have something, folks. Now you really have a plan of action that you can look at and count on and actually move forward. So never forget the other one that we always talk about, and that is, what's the other major expense in retirement? And that's your medical needs. Medical needs are going to be one of the most expensive things with copays and deductibles as they come to you and medications and all the things that you must pay for in that cycle. It can, especially if you're using the care, what I call active in the medical system, it's going to be expensive. So you have to plan for that. Just know it's going to and you just have to absorb it. And so if you're planned for it, it makes it very easy to absorb. How about establish that long-term care plan? And this is where we talk about having laddered income. If you ladder your income properly, right when you need extra income to be able to stay home and be old, wouldn't it be wonderful? Chrissy, if you had the choice, would you rather go someplace to get old or would you rather stay home and be old? I would rather stay home and be old, to be honest. Most of America would. So this is where having a well-built plan designed with laddered income Let's say you're 85 years old and, and dementia comes to you, unfortunately, and you start to age out. And that's the point where all the extra income must trigger to afford you to stay home, have private care come to your home, and make sure that you're comfortable and well taken care of. It's not that you cannot do it, folks. It's just that you have to plan for it. And laddered income is the only way you can do it. 
having a program that will grow income to the highest possible value so that when it's time you turn it on and you've got monthly cash flow that will feed that need for that quality of life. That's how you do that one. And then lastly, out of the list of seven, here's the last one, folks. This is the big one. I don't like to talk about it often, but it's something that has to be talked about. And that is maybe, maybe, you know, God bless you for staying in that house for 25, 30 years, 40 years or more, but maybe it's time to downsize. Maybe it's time to, again, restructure your living space in such a way that you don't have a major cost or major expenses. If the house is too big, that means you're paying someone else to help you maintain that. There's an extra expense you might not need, right? Yeah. Sometimes there's the... That forever home, one, too, that you that you want to build or you want to find uh, after your hey, kids Chrissy, I'll throw, out of the house. I'll throw mine in there. I am building my forever home yes. right now that I keep talking to you about it. Every weekend, I'm working on the house. We're, we're doing some exterior remodeling right now and replacing siding and so forth, replacing windows. This might be and the only break you take on the weekends. You know, it, really, it really is sometimes. <laughs> I, in between in between the shows and all the calls, I run out and do some work, but yeah. it's the forever house. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die in this house. And so I'm going to build it in such a way that it's going to accommodate my comfort and make it easy for me to be here. And to be clear, I, I purchased this house with that in mind. So it's not a large house. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath house that has been converted to basically a two-bedroom, two-bath house with a nice office. Got a great living room and a great kitchen. What else do I need, you know? Um, so for me, it works great. I got a nice big yard and I got plenty of garden space to grow my, my garden of vegetables. But it's that downsizing idea that can help you fit that budget into the need of your income. And that's where, again, if, if you have a fixed amount that's not that amount, not a lot, you really have to have that budget designed quite well so that you can stay within it, be comfortable within that budget. And that's where you don't have to fall, you know, ask for help from the kids or anyone else, right? Right. And you kind of put yourself in the the driver's seat and that truly is how it should be as you're heading off into that sunset that is retirement so you can enjoy things so things can be as you say Chris plan accordingly and you'll have a lifetime of Saturdays which Every is, day is Saturday effect I love if you that. if you do this right folks if you do this right and I promise you I promise you I I watch this happen all the time I have plenty of clients that are experiencing this right now and they're quite happy they're living every day of their retirement life like it's a Saturday. Just think about that for a minute. What a wonderful idea to be able to wake up every day and decide what you get to do. So true. And you could call yeah. right now, 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. Rebecca is standing by and can get you yeah. on the calendar. No cost, yeah. no pressure, no obligation. Chris, we're going to take a short break. What do you have in store for us when we come back? Chrissy, we're talking about this before. We are living longer than ever before, and that means we need substantially more money in our retirement than our grandparents. When we come back, we'll break down some mistakes to avoid to make sure you don't run out of money. This is an important one, folks. See you in a minute. Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with my good friend, Chris Longworth, principal at the Financial Education Group. And you might recognize him from the dozens of articles he's been featured in, 
MSN Finance, Yahoo Finance, NerdWallet, NASDAQ, CBS News, Lower My Bills. He's all over the place. And I can absolutely see why folks would want his expertise. You can get in touch with Chris Longworth by picking up the phone and calling 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. And schedule a time so you can discuss your existing plan or create a new plan. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Again, 800 719 Seven nine one seven, and Chris. A lot of folks grew up learning those basic rules about saving for retirement, yeah. but some a, did. Yeah. a lot of these old, I'll say, quote rules are no longer. Uh, I, I maybe they should Truly. be retired. We'll say, um, well, according yeah. to the American <laughs> Academy of Actuaries, a couple who both reach age 65 will have a 50% chance of having one spouse live into their 90s. Yes. Which is incredible. But that being said, let's outline some mistakes to avoid when it comes to saving for retirement. And that's what really well-built plans are designed around, is to make sure that you never run out of money. And this is where we take a look at these very data metrics and statistics, and we work them into the plans that we build. And statistically, there's one that I want to bring up right here that's not on that data metric, and that's the fact of longevity for females. It's currently estimated that females outlive men eight to one. And I'm not talking eight years. It's eight eight times. Wow. Eight times longer than men. So... That's a that can be a good long time after a male partner has passed, the female will survive sometimes 10, 15, 20 years or more. I I personally know families where the husband passed away way too early, 58, heart attack. Oh. And she stayed widowed all of her life and lived to be a hundred years old. Wow. It's a long time without your best friend with you, oh, right? Absolutely. But that longevity of income is what was the key element. Hank set her upright, and that was a long time ago. And so that's why I say there's nothing new about these programs, folks. These things have been around for a very long time and administered properly and planned for well. They provide uh, a base of income that cannot be outlived and will provide quality of life for all of your life. And it's just understanding how do we maximize that. So there's a few things here we're going to talk about that you really need to be paying attention to. And especially in that last that last segment, the last 15 to 10 years away from retirement, these make the biggest difference, folks, these here. So number one, your fees, of course, the fees you're paying for management of money. Uh, if you don't know exactly what they are, find out. You'll be shocked at exactly how much you're paying. Mm-hmm. The broker will tell you it's just his fee. But no, if you have mutual funds, there are layers of fees. Every company providing investments to that mutual fund is charging a percentage of a fee. You add them all up. And if you have multiple sub-accounts, it can be quite expensive, especially in variable products as well. And it's really understanding what those fees are and how they impact your earnings and what it means to you. How about using outdated rules for withdrawing money? That's the biggest one I run into People that are based in what we call the risk of distribution asset pool, which is trying to distribute your quality of life from securities and equities, and that's the marketplace. So all securities, all equities, 
We know they share that common characteristic of risk and loss. Trying to withdraw money from that at the old rate of 4% will certainly put you into the law of diminishing returns much sooner than you expect. That has been well proven out through many, many studies since 08. MIT did one. Stanford did another one. There's a number of universities that have looked at this and run the data metrics and found out that what a mistake that was. That's why Morningstar, the agency that reports to the marketplace, has evaluated and adjusted their recommendation all the way down to 2.5%. So between 2.5 and 2.8% is now what they recommend as a distribution percentage so as to make the money, and here's their quote, so as to make the money last as long as possible. Hmm. Well, what happens if you run out? I was about to say that's a little vague. That's it. That's all you get is vague with that. So that's all you get, right? So if if you're okay with that, then go do that. But if you're not okay with that, if you want to have certainty about the quality of your life, lasting all of your life, you can't do that. You can't use a vehicle that is not designed for income. Remember, no security, no equity, nothing out there is designed to provide guaranteed delivery of assets. None of them. Okay? The fixed indexed annuity is the only thing that will give you a guarantee of delivery of your assets. It's a guarantee to pay. That's why it's there. And then exposing the risk part. We talk about this a lot. So Volatility is okay when you're young, but the closer you get to retirement, you must start removing as much volatility from your living money as much as possible. So again, it's the quality of life money, the money that you are going to live on, simply from an academic perspective, cannot be at risk. That money must be preserved. It must have preservation and distribution options, and then get it into a great program. You'll have plenty of accumulation as well. That's how you protect those types of assets. And then not overpaying for planning or taxes, right? So, you know, if, if you don't plan, you're going to overpay. It's just all there is to it. If you don't plan on your tax cycle, some folks get caught up in overpay, not understanding what they're, how they could you know, avoid some of these things, um, especially when it comes to capital gains, taxes, and things of that nature. A lot of confusion about that. I've seen people just move an account, just move the account from one company to another company, and somehow their their tax person said, "Oh, you owe taxes on the entire amount." No, you don't. Right. You didn't. You didn't consume the money. You just moved the money. If you spent the money, then yes, you would have to owe taxes on the money. Simply liquidating an account and moving it does not create a taxable event, folks. Sorry, right. it does not. Sure, but that's important so, to know the difference between what is a taxable event and what is not. Totally, because that's, again, where people make mistakes. The IRS loves mistakes. The last one is the biggest one. It's one of the eight drastic mistakes people make with their qualified accounts is attempting a 60-day rollover. Now, a 60-day rollover is where you request a check be sent to you. You have 60 days to reinvest that into a like account. So like for like. So if it's coming from a qualified account, it must go into a qualified account. And that is the rules of the IRS. A lot of folks attempt this, have a check sent, and then life gets in the way. It sits in the office, sits at the bank, whatever. They never complete the transaction, and all of a sudden, they owe taxes on the entire amount of distribution. Now it becomes distribution 
because you didn't roll it over, you're consuming it now, and now it's an entirely taxable event. It can be a very alarming, especially if you're working with a lot of money. So you never want to make that mistake. That's a, a huge mistake people make. And you certainly want to avoid the 10% penalty and taxes. That's a double whammy, Ooh. especially if it's large enough to push you into the higher income tax bracket of 35% and add 10% to that, 45% of that account value will go to the IRS as a penalty. Wow. So if for some reason someone did not understand that this was a penalty they could incur and was considering taking this distribution early, that would be something that clearly would not be in their best interest. No, no. And again, it's not a distribution what you want. You want to do a rollover from one yeah, from we want to roll it from one program to another program, from one company to another company. Trustee to trustee transfer is the actual language. That way it's clean and easy between companies. And the IRS is very blessing of that. You can do that as many times as you like. The 60-day oh, really? rollover, you can only do once a year. Once. You only get to do this once. And that is at your at any time you choose at in one year? or Any time you choose in one year, you could do the 60-day rollover. You can do the trustee-to-trustee trustee transfer as many times as you like. So if you have multiple accounts, how about this scenario? You have multiple accounts, okay. and you want to start consolidating and getting them in order for your retirement, and you have four different accounts, and you want them all to be in one, and you want to do this yourself. It will take you four years to do that because you can only roll one account at a time and you only get one a year. If you did the trustee to trustee transfer, you could do them all at once and have everything land exactly where you wanted it and do exactly what you want it to do all at one time. So it's a very big difference. And again, it's hugely beneficial to understand what these little differences are and how they can benefit you in building your plan and making sure that you have all of your assets pointed in the right direction. Remember, folks, remember, your expectation of the investment is the key driver to where you are going to invest your money. If you are investing for lifetime income, you must use an investment that will guarantee lifetime income. It's not hard to think about. It certainly isn't hard to find. Give us a call. We'll help you research it. We'll show you some of the best programs out there. Let's see if it fits into what you're doing. And if it does, certainly not going to hurt you. That magic number, 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. You can call right now. Rebecca is standing by, and she will get you on Chris's calendar so you can sit down and discuss what is best for you in your financial planning journey? Again, 800-719-7917 and online wealthdefender.com. Chris, we're going to take, wow, our final break already? It's, you know, the hour flies by so it fast. Does. And normally we do our favorite segment, which is questions and answers. But today we're going to take a break from that. And only because this topic is so important, folks, that we're going to extend our philosophy of money training today. And our last segment, we're going to talk about a survey that NBC did conducted by SurveyMonkey and found that quite a few Americans are feeling stressed. We'll talk about it when we come right back.
Welcome back to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with my good friend. You might know him as The Money Professor, The Wealth Defender, principal at the Financial Education Group. I call him Chris, and you can call him at 800-719-7917. Again, that number is 800-719-7917 for any and all financial planning needs. And Chris, we've been doing the show together for a year and a half or so, right? Oh, yeah, more than that. More than that, yeah. 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 And one of the topics that we discuss sometimes before the show, after the show, or during breaks is the psychology and the philosophy behind money and the mindset of spending money. And it's very fascinating. So we're going to kind of break that down with the help of a survey from CNBC, SurveyMonkey, and also a bank rate survey later on as well where there's some very compelling and important statistics that we can draw from and make some conclusions based off. Very much so. And this is where, if you really want to learn this part, folks, there's an easy book that you can read. Uh, The author's name is Greg Salisbury, Gregory Salisbury. He is a PhD psychologist economist, and he wrote a book called The Retirementology, Retirementology. It's the study of why people make the choices they make about their money in retirement. I thought it was most fascinating, and it gives you a real psychological view that we talk about it often. You've got to have a psychology of your money. You've got to have a psychology of your retirement. You've got to have a mindset, a picture. It has to be defined somehow, some way. There has to be a view that gives you a framework to work with, a target to shoot for, right? something that you can plan to achieve. And that's what the psychology part is. It has to start with the thought process. And within that, there's some really interesting data metrics that I like to follow. And some of it is just what is America thinking and feeling. SurveyMonkey did a great survey. And I think it's, you know, again, it depends on who you're talking to and when you're talking to them. But More than 74% of Americans are feeling financially stressed. That's more than three quarters of all people that are alive in America. I believe that. I I definitely can relate to that. And well, I mean, that's, that's up from, you know, it was, it was 70% the year before and not even in, and a year before that was just a few months before it was, I think it was in April that it was only seven. So it's, it's increasing is what is happening. People are becoming more financially stressed. They're feeling more uneasy about the economy, about their money, about their investments. And roughly 37 to 40% of respondents indicated that they're very stressed. So, I mean, almost 40% are very stressed about their personal finances compared to only 30% in April. So a whole 10% jump of people, you know, we're talking millions of people. This is not just a few. Millions of people are starting to feel this kind of pressure. So three, so, so, Three quarters of folks feel financially yeah. financially stressed, and then over one third of folks feel very financially totally stressed, stressed out. They're wow. stressing out about it. So, having that that perspective, having a well defined budget, you you hear me talk about it a lot, and I will talk about it until I can talk no more. But a well defined budget is the only way to survive and thrive during this kind of 
economy. You have to know exactly where your money is going and flowing. That way it gives you control over where it goes. If you don't have it written down and well-defined, there are lots of programs out there one can use. I'm an old-fashioned guy. Grab a piece of paper and a pencil and sit down and start writing everything that you spend money on and then look at that and monitor that. Adjust it so that you can adjust for these things that are happening to us. Right now, out of 4,300 adults that were surveyed in April, and the same folks were also surveyed in August. Okay. And that's where the change came from here. Wow. So they were, in April, they were only 70 and 30%. In August, they were 75 and almost 40%. So, I mean, we're talking a huge increase in angst, right? Anxiety. Certainly, yeah. Wow. And so that's not good. So the top stressors that that still remain are inflation, the rising interest rates. So the, the cost to borrow money is outrageous right now. So that's why I'm, I've never been a proponent of, of debt. Remember, debt is the greatest killer of, of wealth. All wealth. Yep. If you finance something, you are adding cost to that purchase. I don't care if you got it at 50% off. You're now going to pay twice what you paid for it or twice what it's worth because you're going to take time to pay it off and those finance charges are going to add to that cost. That's a great point, especially headed into telling you. The you know, the, we're in the fall, some people do their holiday shopping early. Worst thing you could do is start buying Christmas presents now and finance them and think you're going to pay for them sometime after the first of the year. There's no bargain, there's no savings for you. You have added cost beyond your belief because of the finance charges you're going to pay. That's because these point. finance charges, remember folks, they are pushing past 20% per month. Wow. Per month. <laughs> Just for one month. Wow. It's crazy what some of these interest rates are on these credit cards. And so, again, the part of that is the lack of savings. It's a lack of discipline with your money. Sure. So part of the philosophy of your money is gaining discipline about your money. We must be disciplined about our money. We must put an emergency savings away. Remember, folks, please remember this one. Please, everyone listening here now, I'm, I'm going to beg you. Do not use your retirement savings as your emergency fund. You have no idea what you are doing in that environment. When you pull chunks of money out of your retirement income, you are literally taking thousands and thousands of dollars of distributed assets away from yourself in the future. You're not just pulling out that 10 grand. Remember, that 10 grand produces over $60,000 of distributed assets over a 20-year period. So you're not taking 10, you're taking $60,000 out of your future life. So your retirement assets is never, 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 ever to be used for such things. That's why you have emergency savings. Well, if you don't have one, start one. Go to the bank, start an account. Right. Open a savings account, put in as much as you can in there until you reach the point where you have at least four to six months of living money. For most folks, that's going to be, you know, somewhere between fifteen dollars and $20,000. It can be done. I promise you. It may take you a year or two, but I promise you, you can do it if you focus on it. I promise you. There is a very interesting quote, and I'm totally blanking on who said it. Maybe you could help me. Uh, but it was, nothing feels like an emergency when you have an emergency <laughs> fund. <laughs> and I just think that's so pithy and direct and to the point. It's, that was Warren Buffett. Oh, and, that makes sense. You know, he was making comment to, again, dipping into your retirement savings for emergency purposes. And, you know, if you have an emergency fund, nothing feels like an emergency because you have the money to handle it. And so it really isn't an emergency when you plan forward. Absolutely. This is where I say having that savings account 
for the everyday events that come to us that are the unexpected events of life. Having the money to take care of that, it doesn't, like you said, doesn't seem like an emergency, does it? Because I have the asset to deal with it. Right. But and if I reach into my future savings and pull it out of my income, I'm, I'm really shooting my leg off. Yeah. And we certainly don't want to do that. And initially, when we started doing the show together, I learned a lot about, I was very ostrich mode, head in the sand about my finances. It stressed me out. I didn't want to talk about it. Not alone. Honey. But now I feel a lot better. Confident. Just, absolutely. Yeah. But but there's a lot of those symptoms or feelings that folks can relate to when it comes to the money mindset, I, I suppose, feeling out of control and stuff. Totally. Too. It, it, it's because it's such a foreign topic to most folks, right. they're really uncomfortable about it. And remember, the psychology of money is going to speak to if you are not educated enough about a topic, you are not going to want to talk about it or even engage it because you don't know enough about it to do it smartly or intelligently. And no one inherently wants to sound like an idiot or be made a fool. So you're just not going to engage it at all and hope that it just works out for the best or worse than that. You've got somebody telling you just to hang in there, just hang in there. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm sorry, but no, that is, that is not planning. That is not anything other than a salesman trying to keep his hand in your pocket. I mean, how about the other data metrics here? Four out of four out of 10. Four out of 10. I think it's more like five out of 10. Mm -hmm. And I've heard as much as six out of 10 in some data metrics, depends on what industry we're looking at, don't even contribute to a savings plan with their employer whatsoever. None. Oh, wow. Hey, that's a huge million. Again, millions and millions of people are not even saving when they have the opportunity to do so. Wow. And they're afraid of what's going to happen. So they just don't. And there again, lack of education, lack of knowledge brings in lack of confidence. And when you have lack of confidence, you're not going to want to do anything. How about this one? 46 to 50% don't know what investments are included in their, and they're, they're investing in this and they have no idea where their money's going. How about 60% admit that they're not on track and don't contribute enough? Wow, this is shocking. Uh, it, bank rates, banking rate survey found that 57 to 65% of those who say money-related issues cause negative impact on their mental health, they say that they're not having sufficient emergency funds is affecting them physically. They feel ill. It makes them, it makes them sick to think about it. And there's my point. Lack of knowledge, lack of education. You open yourself up for all kinds of negative effects. This is real, folks. This is not made up. And so you go on and it says, uh, how about 55 to 60% of those who say money-related issues cause a negative impact on their health. They say that they're being able to pay for everyday expenses is affecting them. Just living every day and not having enough money, they're going paycheck to paycheck. Wow. Ill health. Stress is what kills you, folks. Mm -hmm. Telling you, if you are stressing about your money, you are going to shorten your life. And it doesn't have to be that way at all. Doesn't. Really doesn't. How about 65 to 70% of Americans don't expect their personal financial situation to improve for the next two years? Wow, that's that's a lot of a people huge, that are looking forward to saying we're kind of in this. We're stuck in the mud here, and I don't see anybody handing a stick. You know right. what I mean? Wow. Well, if it's really so it, it's really compelling. To that. Absolutely. I, I, we can all relate to this. How about this one? More than sixty percent of adults say that they are thinking about their personal finances makes them feel anxious. And as of twenty eighteen, the Global Financial Literacy Excellence Center, FINRA. 
and the financial education group all have met. I mean, I've I've talked to hundreds of people, and I would say at least sixty to seventy percent of them all say that that it makes them feel uneasy, makes them feel anxious when they talk about money or even think about it. That's why they have avoided it to this point. And it's so much so that they're feeling so anxious, it has finally prompted them to take action and reach out and ask for help. Don't wait, folks. Don't wait till you feel bad, till it's making you upset, till you're getting sick to your stomach to reach out and ask for help. We're here. It's easy. It's free. I promise you, I'll take the pressure off. I'll bring some light. I will shine the sunlight right on this situation as brightly as I can. I promise you. And then you'll have some knowledge, which will bring some peace of mind. And that peace of mind will turn into confidence. And then the confidence will turn into a lifetime of enjoyment of Saturdays for the rest of your life. That number to call to get in touch with Chris Longworth, 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. And Chris, we are up against it, but of course I want to get your final thoughts before we head out. You know, Chrissy, the hour flies by so fast and it's just not enough time to get all the information out there. So to everyone listening, have a great weekend, folks. Go Hawks. Let's have an awesome, awesome weekend. And remember, you make it happen. No one's going to do it for you. We'll see you next week, folks. Chris Longworth is a certified financial education instructor and provides general information, not individually targeted, personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Chris Longworth is a licensed insurance agent in life and health products in 22 states. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through the financial education group. By contacting the financial education group, you may be provided with information regarding the purchase of insurance products.